What's up, boys and girls? This is Music Is the Key. I went through all of that to create a new intro. I'm gonna I'm run the I'm gonna run the new intro at the end of the show. But I went through all of that to run a new intro and ended up playing the old one. Um, this is Music Is the Key. I would like to welcome everybody here. I'm your host, Daryl. Um, on this episode, I'm gonna bring in an industry heavyweight. But before I do that, I want to definitely um extend my condolences to the Nunez family. Chaotic Blaze will be back very soon. Um, she's tending the family business, but as soon as she gets back and ready to do this, then we'll be back on this show together. But without further ado, I'm getting ready to bring on one of my musical heroes right now. This gentleman, I had the first opportunity to meet him around 1995-ish um, when I was a student over at Georgia Tech University. And um, I think he had graduated by this time. He was a part of the world-famous Super Friends and them guys was over there wrecking havoc over at uh, Clark Atlanta University. You know what, author? Um, I'm gonna say uh, fashion guy, DJ. This guy is everything, man. Bikes. This guy has everything. And right now, I'm about to bring to you the one, the only DJ Mars. What's up, man? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, <laughs> up, baby? Thank you, man. Um, that was a cool intro. <laughs> I'll take man, it. The intro would have been even better if I'd have put the right one that was up there, but it's all good. It's all good, man. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not even worried about that, man. So how have you been, Mars? Man, I'm blessed. I'm alive. I'm relevant. It's 2021, and we're here, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. You have such a storied career, man. Like like I said, when I first met you, um, it was around the Super Friends time, man, and you guys are wrecking havoc all over Atlanta. Um, I know your journey started a little bit before that, and um, mm. what we're going to do is, as you tell us some things, I'm going to be pulling things off the shelf, so we're going to have a little fun with it. We're going to have a little fun with it today. So tell me about how your journey got started, man, because I know a lot of people want to DJ these days, but your journey started out a little bit different from some people. Talk to us about it. Well, so it, 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 um, you have to figure out what what from what vantage point we're talking about, right? So let's start with uh, the early years. So I bought my very first record in eighty two or eighty three. It was whatever Planet Rock was the record. That was that was the record, my very first record that I ever bought. Um, um, Africa Band Bodies in my um, Zulu Nation, you know, So Sonic Force and whatnot. That that was that was the first record I bought. Yeah. Um, was I DJing at that time? No, I can't say that I was DJing per se. Um, it was a family function. My my uncle was going to the military, and we was having a barbecue for him in the backyard. And and you know that was like my favorite record, so I just wanted to play it. So I stole the money from my mom's pocketbook, probably two dollars, a dollar fifty, something like that. Stole the money, went and got the record, and I played the record, and that was like the start of. Uh, the start of me falling in love with playing music for an audience. Um, I think after that, I got Rocket by Herbie Hancock. Mm. Um, I got that. Then I got um, probably Sucker MCs, you know, because when Run DMC hit, everybody had to have those records. Yeah. So those were like the first, the, if you said, well, my first three records, it was definitely Planet Rock was the very first one. Then Rocket by Herbie Hancock, and then and then Run DMC. I, I don't remember. I think um, if I'm not mistaken, I, I think um, Planet Rock was a was a 12 inch, 
And I think Run DMC may have been a 45. I, I definitely also know that um, that her Herbie Hancock record was a 12 inch as well. I know that for sure. Wow. So what got you into music? Was um, Were your family musicians? Were you, you just lived in a musical household or was it just your thing? Um, so my cousins on my father's side, a couple of them were big time DJs, right? Mm -hmm. um, so some musical influence came from there. My, so it's like everybody listened to something different. So I remember I can equate my cousins, those cousins, they were into Parliament Funkadelic. I kind of remember that from them, right? My father was more so into, I remember um, him playing a lot of D-Train, right? Mm. Mom was more into like jazz and jazz was more her thing. I mean, she listened to Earth, Wind & Fire, Michael Jackson and all of that. Definitely, Shalomar was definitely a big a group that she loved. Um, Cheryl Lynn Encore, I remember my mother playing that a lot. And my aunt was into, my aunt was younger, so she was into like Michael Jackson, like whatever was super hip at the time, that's yeah. what she was into. So everybody kind of had like their thing. So my musical uh, palette was kind of wide because you'd be driving in the car with this family member and that's what they were listening. they pop in the eight track and then boom. And then you'd be with, I'd be, you know, obviously we would be with my mother because I live with her. Um, so I remember her listening to Rise by Herb Alpert. Um, so when Biggie sampled it, I was like, oh my God, this is the record that my mother used to drive into the ground. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it depends on who you were around. My grandfather listened to country music, like this super cool, militant black dude listening to country music. <laughs> So the, 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 the inspirations varied, man. It varied. So where was this? Was this was this up all in Massachusetts? Was this up in Massachusetts? It, this, this is Massachusetts. I, I stayed in Massachusetts until 91, until I graduated high school and came to Atlanta for college. So all, all of this music that I'm telling you, this, this history is in Springfield, Massachusetts. Every bit of it that I just told you, that's where it's from. Okay. Well, since you say that, we're going to start in spring we're gonna start in massachusetts but this song i'm getting ready to play for you guys right now was made popular by a group out of massachusetts the group yeah. happened to be new edition yep. the name of this song is called mr telephone man and <laughs> it was first recorded by junior tucker so um ray parker jr this was one of ray, ray parker jr's early artists and um, i'm getting ready to play the early version of which this song didn't catch, so New Edition heard it, and they wanted to know if they can re-record it. So let's yep. go ahead and get a taste of that right now, Mr. Yep. Telephone Man. This is the original. Service. They said, hello, may I help you, please? I 
something must be wrong with my phone Cause my baby wouldn't hang up on me So it's the time on me There's something wrong with my life When I dial my baby's number I get a quick every time so this is where New Edition got that from, and um, yep. I think they did a way better job than this. Nothing, nothing wrong with Junior Tucker. He had some, he had yeah. some things on here, but yeah. uh, they did a, they did a different job than this. So. <laughs> yeah, history, history, right there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, it's just it's always good to talk with music-minded people, man. Um, I've always looked at you as one of the good guys. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Thank you. Every time I've always had. An interaction with you man it was always pleasant man you were never um too haughty or high-minded man like where does that come from um i mean that's that's the way we're supposed to be man you know it's 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 just the way we're supposed to be you know situations in our lives change some people when it make makes them a little harder and whatnot but that's just the way you're supposed to be so imagine if i wasn't Let's use the word cordial. If I wasn't cordial with you, we wouldn't be right here doing it. Right. So, you know, the reward I get for being a good person as it relates to me and you is the opportunity to tell my story years later. That was because you, you said 95. So let's, yep. let's 25 years ago, 25 years ago, our, our action is our, re, our interactions were solid. So now we're in the space that we're at right now. It's just really just about being a, being a good person, and I don't mean to sound clichéish, but that's real to real. Just, just be a good person to people. Mm, mm. Well, and being a good person, tell me about. I know that your 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 record journey has taken you through early out. You know what? I'm gonna let you tell it. I once heard that you were invited to the dungeon before the dungeon was really, and the dungeon family was really a thing. Can you share that with us a little bit? Yeah, so my man Sean Johnson, um, he was running with with um, Outkast, uh, Dungeon Family, like early on. Early, this is early before before anybody knew who they were as you know as an organization. And so one day he comes to the crib to school me. He's like, "Yo, um, yo, I, I, there's these kids I want you to meet. I, I'm, I'm gonna try to put you down with them so you can be their DJ." So I'm like, "Cool." So we pull up to the crib. Like, you know, at the time I was. I was living in East Point. I was wow. um, about a mile and a half around the corner from Greenbrier Mall. And um, we pull up in this area over called Lakewood and um, walk into the house, you know, older black woman in and in you know, she's in the house cooking or whatever, we speak to her. And we go downstairs and we walk down, there's a few guys sitting over there, a couple guys sitting over there, somebody behind the board couple guys in the booth or whatever and and come to find out what that ended up being was we were at the dungeon and mm. again i had no no idea what it was what it was going to turn into who i was around but at that moment i ended up meeting organized noise right and you could tell off top that rico was like the grand scientist of the whole situation really yeah you, you could tell right um, and then Dre and Big were there, right? So, you know, introduced to them as well. And we're all just sitting around talking about hip hop. Um, Rico knew everything. At, so 
the year at this time it was probably 90, let's say it was 93. So hip hop was barely, you know, barely 12 years old. Let's say, let's say, let's say hip hop's birthday. Um, I mean, what was that? Barely 20 years old, like yeah. at a particular time. Um, but he knew, he knew everything. We talked about James Brown samples. He knew everything. We talked about um, Zulu Nation. He knew everything. Like we talk about um, um, public enemy. He knew all of that. Like so, I'm downstairs and I'm I'm sitting here like look, talking to these dudes, and they are just like me, and I am just like them in terms of pure being pure hip hop heads. And then the conversation is even deeper because they can talk about southern hip hop in a way that I couldn't. So we're talking about everything from Magic Mike to Africa Bambada and the Zulu Nation. Wow. This is a real conversation. It's really, really, really dope. And 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 again, I'm I'm able to see what the world didn't see because you know this is before Outcast even had a record. It was the summer before they put out um, um, Players Ball, which is on the LaFace Holiday soundtrack. So, it, you know, if you do the knowledge, that's that was the year that it was. So. Since you just walked us right into that song, see how we your music people connect connectedly. <laughs> Telekinesis. Um, shout out to everybody that's chatting with us right now. Everybody that's a part of this um, on YouTube, make sure you hit the like button so we can help that algorithm get out to more people. But um, we getting ready to play players ball. Give them a little bit of this radio edit. This yep. was. Around the time, so you were actually out on tour with them a couple of times, right? You you were on no, tour. So so what happened was, I the plan was Rico was constructing the group. The plan was for me to be their DJ, um, leading into them getting signed to the face. Mm. So that summer, whatever whatever, if you look on the back of the record, it'll tell you the year. That way you can give me the exact year. I forget the. So this was ninety three. So okay, so then, so if that was ninety three, then that means I met them in ninety two, okay. because I met them before, before all of that happened. Um, so you I met either, them when they was doing the blonde hair thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, one of them got kicked out of whoever it was. He got kicked out of his house. I actually drove him to stay with the other one. I don't remember if it was Drake Big who had the blonde. I I couldn't remember, but I was the one who drove one from his house to the other one's house because wow. he got kicked out because he dyed his hair blonde. Wow. Well, well, you know what, y'all? We're going to go ahead and taste a little bit of this player's ball. Go ahead and, you know, this is a music show and music is the key. And Mars has been a part of all of this history, so we're going to run all of this stuff down. Let's taste player's ball right now, y'all. Yeah. Let me hear that, man. Right. <laughs> man, scene was so thick. Low rise, 77 severe, L dog, them but them lax. All the players, all the hustlers. I'm talking about a black man heaven here. You know what I'm saying? It's beginning to look a lot like wood. Follow my every step. Take notes on how I crept. I'm about to go in depth. This is the way I greet my season. Here's my get to rep. I kept to say the least. No, no, it can't cease. So I began to piece my two and two together. Got no snowy weather. Have to find something to do better. 
bet. I test the best, so shut up that. No sense about some solid night. I got sick, if it ain't real, ain't right. I'm like, no matter what the season, forever chill with Smith. I sip my fifth. I chill with West and got my reason. So tell me, what did you expect? You thought I'd break my neck to help y'all deck the hall? Oh, no, I got other means of celebrating. I'm getting blizzard at Hotel. I got the hoochie waking. I made it through another year. Can't act for nothing much more. It's out cast for the books. I thought you knew, so now you know. Let's go. version still has on christmas day on there see so, yeah <laughs> so if you to, like if you listen to them nobody in the south was rapping like that like no at the, at the i mean let's take it out of the south like period nobody the musicality in that it was so crazy like 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 between their lyrics organized noise production like it was so refreshing like they were back then, they were like some real hip hop kids. Like I, I felt like I could have hung with them in high school. Like they were, mm. they were younger than me, but you could tell they knew what time it was. You could tell. Mm. Mm. So from around that period, I know after that, what came the Super Friends right after that, right? I, I wouldn't say right after that. Um, not right after that. Um, not directly. So at the time, me and Trauma, we we were roommates. He may have been with me at the house. Um, wow. About it. Um, um, so the the idea of the Super Friends was always around, but it didn't form. I'm trying to think of the year. It's kind of hard to remember the year um, that it formed. But we were, you know, the the idea was always there, and it was basically we felt like we felt like. We represented the DJs that weren't on the radio. We represented the DJs that uh, um, owned the clubs because we did at the time. Like we own, you know, we owned all the clubs, so that was us. All the parties, it, it, it was us and whatnot. Like you could, it wasn't a hot party that you went to that we wasn't spending at. Whether right. it was during the Super Friends era, before or after, that's just the way it was. Man, that jacket was always so regal to me, man. I wanted that jacket so bad. I wanted that jacket so bad, man. I was like, man, these guys, man. Oh, yeah. Thank Super you. Friends was it. That was it. The, the, the idea of the jackets and the clothing and the hats and all of that was we just wanted to brand ourselves. Like, you know, we're all East Coast guys for the most part, right? Mm -hmm. Me from Massachusetts, Trauma from Manhattan, Doc from Brooklyn, um, Fahrenheit from um, Boston, Boom Bip from Chicago, yeah. um, at the time, Drum, Sense and Cannon from Philly. And, you know, East Coast dudes, we're, sh we're show-offs in a good way, right? Meaning, <laughs> so we like to represent represent ourselves where whatever we got going on, you know, a fresh T-shirt, fresh hat, fresh jacket with our name on it. So we knew we needed to stand out. We needed to look fresh. We needed... Um, this was right before the Jersey era started. Mm. So we, we were kind of, I'm, I'm not going to say we started that, but we were on that path of self-representation with your gear and your name and your company logo on that. We were on that heavy, heavy, extremely heavy. Yeah, man. Um, it, I'm telling you, if, if you saw that logo on a flyer or you saw that logo, excuse that, if you saw that logo on a flyer 
or you saw that logo anywhere around, you knew in the city of Atlanta that that party was getting ready. That was going to be the party of parties. So, man, again, yeah. like I told you, thank you, brother. Thank you for <laughs> that because, man, like some of my best memories came from super friends parties. So I appreciate that, brother. <laughs> the thing was we just wanted to we wanted to make sure when you went to a party, you knew who was DJing. Because mm -hmm. at the time, promoters would not put DJ's names on flyers. There was a whole bunch of stuff that they wouldn't do that we were just like, nah, that's not how we represent ourselves. Um, so, okay, you're not going to promote us? We'll promote us. Yeah. And it will show you how you're supposed to do it. Oh, the radio? Y'all don't want to promote us? Don't worry about it. We got us. We ain't worried about you. Um, that was that was our whole thing. We had a we had a huge chip on our shoulder, but we used that to our advantage because we said we're going to use this energy to put ourselves out there and it worked. You know, one thing I've learned about you is, man, your musical ear is everywhere. It, like it's not something I've never seen you not be able to do um, when it came down to spinning. How did you get involved with? the touring aspect of it, because I've seen you tour with Monica, Carrie Hilson, Sierra. Tell me, how did that come about? Um, that came about, Usher was actually, so indirectly, mm -hmm. out, um, being related to Outkast, not that I'm a part of Organized Noise or anything like that, but but being affiliated with them in the beginning, Someone at LaFace knew knew that, and they started to pay attention. Because mm -hmm. someone's name, her, her name is Shanti Das. She yeah. was like the head of um, marketing and promotions at LaFace. Yeah. And she had this artist. She's like, yo, I see what you're doing in the clubs, you know, on campus. You're like the dopest college DJ down here. We got this artist, young R&B dude. She's like, he's younger than you, but I need you to go on the road with him. Um, it, it, subsequently, it was Usher, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I only did the the promo tour, promo tour. Uh, we didn't, I didn't go out the country with him, um, but I was able to go on tour with Usher, do some dates, and then then I I got back in school because I had to sit out for a little bit because of, you know we were on the road. Got back in school, and then it wasn't until. Monica's Monica's single, I mean her second album was so gone. Then then I started to tour with her. So there was a break. There was like a five year break. So mm -hmm. touring wasn't my thing for like those five years. Then I got got hooked up with Monica. I got Monica dates on the calendar right now. So we've been mm -hmm. rocking ever since So Gone up until you know, Infinity. Um I went from Monica to Khalees. Khalees, uh, Sierra, Sierra to Neo, Neo to Carrie Hilson. Still do um, stuff with Carrie. Um, Carrie Hilson, Keisha Cole, Keisha Cole, K. Michelle, and um, you know, basically that's my that's my. And, I, and then in the two thousands, I did some shows with Usher too. Um, we had an incredible show in New York. Ooh, really? Man, that was man. We were out Columbus Circle. It was like twenty thousand people. Oh my gosh. That's one of the best New York shows I ever did. Incredible. Incredible. Did you do that promo run with Usher um in Centennial Park when he was um in Centennial Park 
it was right before the Olympics. I specific, I remember only reason why I remember this is because um, my radio station was in the same building as LaFay, so I would always get tickets. You know, yeah. to anything they would do. You know, Taye, and we would always get tickets to everything. Mm-hmm. So um, this I remember specifically. Usher was throwing his Jordans in the crowd. It's like you know, you know how he was when he was younger. These yeah. some Jordans, y'all know what these are, and he threw them. And then he just decided he wanted to run into the crowd. Usher nah, knew he, oh, it was pandemonium. Yeah, pandemonium, pandemonium. Well, an artist that you were there for is Monica. And mm-hmm. I, although you weren't there for the first album, I'm going to play something from the first album. This song is called yeah. Like This and Like That. I know yep. you know that very well. And yep. we're going to talk a little bit about something that you did with Monica uh, recently. Let's go for it. Yep. As it starts, this ain't Serato. like this and like that shout out to everybody that's right here too on our chat that's getting down with us tiffany peace to you nba live girl we got jermaine hard so yes ray parker did record that song earlier and melanie v justin heath shout out to everybody that's here and everybody that's going to sing in the future yeah 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 so tell me about that versus battle with monica and um brandy because that was that thing was colossal yeah, it's it's one of the I, I believe if I'm not mistaken, still to this day is one of the highest rated ones, maybe top five. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's the definitely it's the highest rated female um, versus, but I, I believe it's still up there in the top five. I believe so. What was the feeling like in that room, man? I I, I could only imagine the electricity of that. Yo, you know what's funny, man? It was, it's kind of like. All right, you had a radio station, right? Uh-huh. Right? So you had a radio station. There's people in the studio with you. Um, so you know you're playing 100,000 watts. You know that's what you're doing. You know right. audience. But you don't understand really what it is because you're in a room, right? So, okay. so, So where we are three or four songs in, and the producer comes over, because my DJ set was off camera, I was I was the one triggering the songs for Monica, right? So uh-huh. so he comes over, he's like, "Yo, 
we broke the record. And I was like, huh? He's like, we're at like 1.2 million. Like, yo, what, huh? What'd you say? He's like, yo, we're at like 1.2 million. Like, I was like, yo, are you buggy? He's like, nah, yo, this, this is crazy. So generally what happens is there's always an intermission, right? I don't know if you pay attention. There's an intermission versus, and the numbers dip, right? So we had a conversation um, the day before, the strategy strategy conversation, and Monica had this record that she wanted to play uh, with little baby on it, and she's like, "Yo, when when should I play it?" And I was like, "Let's drop it during the intermission." Yeah. I was like, and she's like, basically like, "Why?" I was like, "Because it'll hold people's attention, and Brandy is gonna go off to the right." So when Brandy leaves the stage, it's it's literally you by yourself. You will hold all the attention is around you. So we broke that record. We broke the record um, at that point. Like like I dropped it, and she was you know kind of singing along with the record, and, and it's her and little baby on it. Yo, that mo- what that moment did. It held the viewership over because. You know, usually when there's an intermission and versus, you know, you put your phone down, you go get something to eat, you call she's such and such, such such. But we held the audience's attention when normally the the viewership would dip and then it's gotta come back up. You you know how people are. They wait until the show starts again, then they get back on. That's right. But what what it did was it maintained it maintained the, the viewership. So the numbers made they remained steady and then they went um which oh man it was crazy that was such a fun night but the the room was cool um you know obviously our camp is there and brandy's camp is there but you don't because you're in a we're in a tv studio you you just don't know that it's that many people paying attention and then the producer came over games like whatever the final number was it it i don't want to lay claim to something that we don't own so I, I don't want to say that we were the highest rated. So let me just dial that back. It, but we, I think we were. I just don't remember. Figure, I mean, uh, yeah. exactly. So I, you know, I don't want to own it, and it's not ours to own. But I remember him coming over to me and said, "Yo, you broke the record. This is nuts." It was, bro. It was crazy in there, man. It was definitely one of my favorite verses, man. And and yeah. I was one of those people that literally sat and watched through that whole transition because I can remember specifically when you guys broke that record. And mm. um when you broke the little baby um the record, man, and yeah, that was that was that was some that was some good stuff, man. It was a it was a fun night, man. It was so yeah. I was DJing the set before before the artist came out mm-hmm. and I'm playing a record. And a Ciroc rep comes over to me, and he's and he's holding his phone, and like so he's like let's say he's like six feet away because it was definitely during COVID, so yeah. he's six feet away. Plus he's kind of in the shadow, so he's pointing at his phone like yo, what are you, like why are you pointing at your phone? I'm DJing, like leave me alone, right? That's that's the zone that I'm in, and he keeps pointing at my at his phone, so he moves into the light, and then you, then I can, he's pointing to tell me who's on the phone wanting to mm. talk. So it's, it's Diddy, right? Yeah. You can see his, the name on the phone. You know, you tell that he's waiting on hold to talk to me. So he gives me the phone, and I'm in between records. I don't remember what record I was playing. 
maybe maybe Lloyd and Wayne, and then I, I was, it was an all in Atlanta set. I remember that. Yeah. And Puff was like, "Yo, I, you know, because he remembers from when we used to do all those bad boy parties, like, yo, you're killing it, you're killing." It. And me, I'm literally, you know, survivor. You can see how much time. I think I have like 45 seconds left on a record. I'm like, "Yo, yo, okay, let me get back to this record." <laughs> <laughs> the record was about to end. He's like, yo, you yo, remember Platinum House? Remember this? Remember that? Like, <laughs> I mean, no, it, I really appreciated what he was saying, but the record was about to end. Yo. So yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to basically, I'm saying all, this, all that to say that Versus was nuts, man. To be in that room and, and Puff call and Swiss hit me the next day, like, it, it's one of those proud moments. That's you know what you you've been around for him and 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 i'm happy that it was you that that got a chance to experience that man like i said early in this program um i know people tune in and tune out this is music is the key when i tell you that dj mars is one of the good guys if ever you have a have an opportunity to catch him spinning please go check him out um Thank you. yeah brother yeah so you just talked about Diddy a little bit, and you've been in Atlanta forever. You remember those Bad Boy So So Deaf weekends? There, there was Bad Boy. There was Bad Boy weekend first, like, like uh, yeah, that, yeah, that. Yeah. I didn't want to say that. I'm, you, you see what I'm in here doing right now. So, <laughs> respectfully, I mean, Jermaine's my guy, so I don't. I know, to... I know, I know. I'm being funny. I'm being funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, it was, so it was a Bad Boy weekend. The very first one, the party. It was either Saturday or Sunday. Was held at Rico Way's house. That's off, right. Uh, off a of cascade. It, yo, cr that the one was, that was right over by Hank Aaron's spot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. But it was it was at his crib. I mean, it was bananas. Like yep. that was that was one of the highlights of my career. That that party right there was nuts. I'm DJing, DJ Jelly is DJing, Clue is spinning. It 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 was bananas. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was the one to me i think that was the best out of all of them that was the best one when they start having the basketball games and stuff like that it started getting a little different but that was the yeah. best one that, yeah, that was, was the best one. that was yeah. a good one yeah that definitely was a great one well you know you're doing a lot of great things in the city of atlanta i definitely have to talk about let's start with the uptown car club tell um, me a little bit about that how did that get started so my man Benny. um he, he he started the idea, right? Okay. And he was posting, he was posting um, old classic cars on his page. And you know, Biddy's my man, been rocking with him for a long time. And I'm seeing him post these videos, I mean, these pictures of these classic cars on his page. So I hit him like, "Yo, whatever you're doing, I want to be involved." Right? He's like, "Bet." So we got on the phone with me, him, and Aunt, and it was really just to celebrate '80s and '90s car culture. I mean. Yeah. That's the simple answer. Um, to celebrate 80s and 90s car culture as it relates to hip hop. There were certain cars back then that we were driving, you know, like the Land Cruisers, the MPVs, the the Jettas, the the the, the Beamers. Um, then we got, you know, a little bit later we got into the Range Rovers. So it was just certain cars that hip hop cats was rocking, and the Uptown Car Club is really a celebration of that era. And those cars involved with that era man i've seen 
some of the cars that you guys are pulling out between you and Kurt Frost and Coach K, you guys Yo, are pulling out some heavyweight cars, man. Them dudes have between between the both of them, probably twenty five to thirty cars. But between the both of them, like, take me out of the picture. Between Coach and Kurt, them dudes got almost thirty whips, and they they probably do have thirty altogether. Crazy. How many of those cars are are that did um Kurt already still have? Because I remember Kurt to be really making major moves back in Atlanta in the early he, days. He, are, you know, it's funny. I haven't seen his whole collection, but if he if you were to, if he were to say to me that he's had car X Y Z since ninety two ninety three or probably eighty eight eighty nine, I would believe him. I would believe. Him. I would believe it too. He was moving like that before we even formed like Voltron. Like that's why it was so easy for him to get involved because he already is his parking lot was already full. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Since we're talking about those uh nineties era of cars, we're gonna hit somebody that definitely was in the nineties and was, was lighting them up. This is Mace. And this song we get ready to play is looking at me. See, yeah, mm -hmm. I love Bad Boy too. <laughs> Definitely this guy, man. He did a lot for me. So let's play it. Hey, Mace. You know what I don't like? Why you over there looking at me? I don't like when, you know, I'm in a club. Why you over there looking at me? And I'm with my honey. You, know, you got, you know, the haters. They want to be tough guys all of a sudden. Why you over there looking at me? I'm going to hit you with the ice grill, you know? Why you over there? <laughs> Boys and the drummer girl stand here. Little do they know. The girl roll harder than you over there. Some of your niggas. Now, what the hell is you looking for? Can a young man get money anymore? Let my pants sag down to the floor. Really do it matter as long as I score? Can't my car look better than yours? Can I have a bad bitch without no flaws? Yep. Come to see me without no draws. In a stretch Lex with about 10 doors. I was murdered. P. Diddy named me pretty. Did it for the money. Now can you get with me? People want to know who is he. He get busy. Spray so much dizzy. Girls get dizzy. Niggas on the block. No makes my toe. One thing about Harlem world. We all got dough. 98 Tahoe, Tommy in the Roscoe, case I'm ever chased by Donnie Roscoe. Why you over there looking at me? Why my girl standing here? Why you over there looking at me? Why my girl standing here? Yeah, Mace. Yeah, man. Shout out to Mace. Yeah, shout out to Mace. Shout out to Bad Boy. Shout out to everything that's going on right now in the music scene, man. Every seems like everything that was old is new again so you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. most definitely most definitely how did it feel to be a part of that like you literally was a part of that era you were not was you were a part of that era and were making major moves how does it feel to still be relevant today mars um it's a blessing man because you know there's a lot of people who aren't you know, whether they're a DJ, whether they're a party promoter or whatever, a lot of people have gone. Um, obviously, this is my career. So the fact that I'm still relevant within my space, I'm 48 years old, uh, a year and a half away from being 50, and the light is still shining. That's a, that's a blessing. You, yeah. you, know what I mean? you know, they say 
if you ask somebody younger, they'll be like, yo, hip hop is for the kids. All respect due, you're right. Um, but for me to still be a hip hop DJ and be extremely relevant mm-hmm. um, at the point that I'm at, it's just a blessing. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm like I said, y'all, this guy is someone that you all should be following. Um, this is DJ Mars. For those that don't know, for those that do know, make sure that you follow him at DJ Mars 404. Um, make sure uh, what is it on Facebook? Because that's the one I was trying to remember. Oh, Facebook is Mars Hall, M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L. Yes. Now, you took the time out to write a book. Not only are you, you know, a DJ, not only are you doing car club stuff, but during this time period also that you took time out to celebrate hip hop. Tell us a little bit about your book, man, and what was what was the thought behind that? Um, the book is called The Art Behind the Tape, and it's the first book written about the history of mixtape culture. Um, wrote, I think it came out about, five, was it five years ago? It was. Just five year anniversary, um, um, Halloween to be exact. Um, uh, so, the you know, we interviewed everybody from DJ Drama to A-Track to Jazzy Jeff to Jada Kiss to Green Lantern. Um, Clark Kent, Just Blaze, um, um, Chubby Chubb, Craig G, SNS, um, SA Jazzy Jeff, um, yep. Hick Capri, Brucey B, DJ Hollywood. Like we really got in the crates with, with those with those interviews, man. And a great interviewed a bunch of great uh, 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 cover designers. So we had a lot of fun, bro, putting that project. Yeah. I have that book, but that book is still in my things in Atlanta. I was looking so much. I'm like, where is it? Yeah. So along with the rest of my vinyl, that book is still in Atlanta, man. And I was kicking myself because I was literally trying to order another one just so we could have it just for this show. But yeah, that, that's a great, a great coffee table book. Nice size. Um, at the end of this, at the end of this um show, I'll definitely have the um the new intro. Well, the intro up for this show. And um, you'll definitely have a chance to see that book because yeah. uh, it was supposed to have been in the intro. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure we'll do that going out. Now, you have to tell me about this Made by Mars movement that you have going on, man. Um, I was watching it. the in, Well, it, you know, we were more locked down than what you got. We were more locked down here in L.A. than what you were in mm-hmm. Atlanta. But I know it was still, you know, some things going on out there. But, man. Tell me about the Made by Mars movement, man, because I sent somebody over to go buy a T-shirt and actually a sweatshirt, and I seen them doing a photo shoot in it the other day. <laughs> like, they never gave it to me. It was oh, that hot I, up here. <laughs> so, can you, can you hear me? I got you, brother. Yo. Yeah, you got me. I'm here. I can't hear you. Uh oh, uh oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yo, yeah, you hear me? Uh oh, he just cut out. That's all right. He'll be back. He'll be back. Yo, yeah, I hear you. Yo, uh oh, hold on one second. Let me bring him yo, out. Yo, yo. Hold on one second. Okay. Is that better? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you very well. I hear you. Can't hear you. Uh oh, hold on, y'all. Can y'all hear me out there? Yo, 
Y'all let me know in the comment section. Can y'all hear me? Check, check, one, two, check, one, two. Hold on one second. Yo, 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 yo. Hold on. Y'all help me in the chat room. Let me know. Let me know. Yo, yo, yo. Hold on, I'm adding something. Hold on one second. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, they can hear us. Can you go out and come back? Can you I go can't out? Hear you. Can you? The mic is on. The mic is. Can you now go I'm out? back in? You saying go out, leave the chat? Yeah, just go out and then come right back. And come back in. Okay, hold on. Okay. We are celebrating DJ Mars right now. While we're doing that, we might as well play a little music because we took a, a, a different go for this. Since he used to get down with Khalees and spin with Khalees, let's go ahead and play Caught Out There, the extended mix. You hear that? Yep. Yep. All right. Well, you know what? We can pause, Khalees, man. We hey, we want to talk to you. Yep. <laughs> yep. We can pause her. She can be okay. We, we can run that back at the end. Tell us about May, the Made by Mars movement, man. So Made by Mars is is a design bike. It's a custom, custom bike design company, right? So so I, I customize bicycles for people, and then we have the apparel component as well. So if you wanted a if you wanted a, 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 a BMX bike and you wanted to look like a, a bike that you had in the 80s, then we could do that for you. If you wanted a brand new um, road bike, I can get that for you as well. But my main my main attraction is the customization of bikes for people. Well, I, I loved everything that you were doing, man. I saw that um, somehow it was a gentleman over in the UK that ended up getting one of your bikes. How did that he got, happen? He got the very first one. So so the bike that he bought, there's a funny story behind it. Um, I bought two bikes and I was doing, um, I was customizing these two bikes for myself. One of them was based on this park around my way. Mm -hmm. And another one was based on um, my old neighborhood. And it was right around the time that I, what you call it started that um covid started mm. so so i was on tour with tiffany haddish at, at that time and these bikes were my birthday present to myself so what is that the beginning of 2020 mm -hmm. um my birthday's in march so i had this whole vision in my head it's my birthday i'm gonna ride the bike on my birthday and yeah, i got this fresh outfit i'm gonna be fresh pictures a whole nine covid hit i was like I'm not going outside. <laughs> so the, bike, the bikes were sitting in the crib and I just posted a picture of one. And um, my man was like, yo, are you, would you sell it? He was like, how much? And I was like, you know, I don't know at first. And he kept asking me, kept asking me. I was like, he's like, yo, I want to buy it. Like for real, the bike is dope. So I gave him a number and he was like, cool. How can I send you the money? Gave him my PayPal cash out, whatever it was. He sent me the money. So he sends the bread. 
I ship him the bike. Two weeks later, the bike, you know, is in London. He's taking pictures of it. And then the other bike that I did, I did the same thing. So I posted a picture and someone here, th this one was local, was like, yo, I'll buy the bike from you. I'm like, huh? So like, yo, yeah, how much? So I, I gave him a number and then he bought it. So then someone else just randomly hit me like, yo, see you press, um, posting all these bikes. I want one too. So I was like, so you want a made by Mars bike or you want a regular bike? He's like, no, no, I want, I want you to customize it. So yeah. me, this defining um, that a made by Mars is basically a custom. It, when he said yes, I said, you want me to use that name? And mm -hmm. kept rocking with it. Mm -hmm. So are you going to bring back that pop-up shop, man? I, I, I know you still got yeah. stuff online, but you need yeah. to bring that back so I can fly back in and buy some stuff. We're working on it. I can't release any of the details, but yes, 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 yes. Pop-up shop is coming. Trust me. So I'm getting ready to share a secret with you. During the pandemic, I was watching Mars so much throughout the whole pandemic. Like I said, man, you've I've always silently watched you and been like, man, yeah. And even when I was in Atlanta, I think um, when I had to get down over at Amaza, I tried yeah. to get you over there a couple of times, you know what I'm saying? But I know your scheduling was kind of tight mm -hmm. um but i'm telling you man during the pandemic you helped me birth all kind of seeds in my head and you are <laughs> the reason why um i created the music is the key merchandise it was so, because of you because that, of yeah because of what you were doing i was like you know what if mars can do it i could do it too so you know what i'm saying like brother you like i said you've always been somebody that i've looked to that Thank I respect you. what you do, man. And yeah, man, you 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 really are one of the good guys. Thank um, you. That should be the, the mantra. If, yo, man, inspiration should come from a million different places. If you that's see right. That means you could win too. You you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they did it, so why not you do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, bro, that yeah, that that's that's a good feeling, man. I'm I'm happy that you said that because that's literally was what it's about, man. And um. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I really appreciate you and your time for this. What's something that you want to leave the audience with, man, before um, we wrap this thing up, man? Man, just honestly, do what's ever in your heart. Yeah. Like, like I didn't know how to write a book before I wrote a book. Yeah. I didn't you know, there was a, you know, I didn't know how to manage a bunch of DJs before I started the Super Friends, but I just did it. Like, you, you, it, it sounds real simple, and I don't mean to oversimplify people's dreams. Just do it. Put yeah. the plan together, put the team together, and go for it, and just do it, period. That's it. You got anything else going on out there that you want to push? I want to make sure that we hit everything, man, because I uh, know your your time is very valuable. Um, Just follow the page, um, DJ Mars 404, and uh, trust me, we are working on something very big for the next pop-up. Oh, I can't wait until it's time to let it out. Something huge. Trust me on that. Well, let me know in advance so I can make sure I'm flying back to Atlanta so I can come out there and come check you out, man. Because I got you. I, you'll, you'll see it. You'll see yeah. it. <laughs> I want to definitely be able to come on out there and come check you out, man. Um, yeah. Again, uh, thank you so much for your time. This is, thank you, bro. hey, man, uh, this is beautiful. And anytime that I get to talk to somebody I look at as a hero and they're, they're equally as cool, it, it makes it even the better, man. So uh, much thank love you. to everything that you're going. You got. 
And now I'm getting ready to show you guys what we should have shown you guys in the beginning. This is the, the video that had Mars in it. Let's taste it. Let's see it. That's how we did it. <laughs> thank you, bro. Yeah, man. Thank you, brother. And um, thank you for your time. Again, mm -hmm. make sure you guys follow DJ Mars. That's DJ Mars 404. Um, that's Marshall Hall over uh, at Mars Hall over yep. at Facebook. And yep. um, follow his page on Instagram because, therefore, you can find out all the links to everything, the Made by Mars, the Uptown Card Club, um, how do you join that, or is it is it is a secret squirrel right now? How do you no, join that, that car club? Girl, just follow the page Uptown Car Club, and um, the link should be in the bio or send okay. DM to the Uptown Car Club and, and join them, become a member. That easy. Okay. Well, I I show I, I shared something with you. Um, you know, a, a secret with you a couple uh maybe about a month or two ago that I kind of looked at and kind of you know I don't want to say much, but I might be taking a cross country trip. Next yeah. time you guys do something so I can, yeah, 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 bring a little heat out there to the Uptown Car Club. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, thank you for your time, man. And um, this was beautiful, man. And um, on, on behalf of everybody that's been watching this with us, um, we'd like to thank you. And um, we really appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Thank, thank you. you, brother. Thank you. You guys right. have a, a good night. This is Music is the Key. Peace.